Hi, I'm Otto. Welcome to Ellen Sarah's podcast. All right, so I just, we just, I just talked to you. I mean, we just did a solo. I know. Like, I, 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 I gotta be honest, there's a problem. Like, I really, I have nothing to talk to you about. Here's the thing is that last week I was like dying to talk to you. This week I also have nothing to say to you. Nothing new. I mean, I talked to you like two days ago. I know. We like caught up. We did it. We literally did it. I'm in Germany now where life is just peaceful. And, you know, when you're here, you're not on high alert. You're not thinking about anything. There was a guy I'm pretty convinced was like following me through a store, but I didn't care. I was like, I'm in Germany. He's not going to do anything. Right. Right. Wasn't even, it didn't even, excuse me, if this happened in LA, I would have been. Oh yeah. Sarah, you're, you're freezing. Your audio is even freezing. Is that better? I sent you a photo of how you were frozen for about 10 minutes. Mm, I look like, um, what, what's her name from White Lotus? Jennifer Coolidge. Oh yeah. You do. Oh my God. That's so crazy. You would just say that because literally Last night, uh, I was on a text chat with Dave Bernad about going to a group dinner. And you then, talk about Dave Bernad a lot on this podcast. I do. Yeah, I feel like you talk about him a lot. I don't think so. I actually would say that maybe you brought him up last time. Oh, really? Maybe. Yeah. Um, but last night, well, fine. You know what? You're gonna regret, you're gonna regret actually saying that to me. You are. And why? I don't, I don't know why how, it's I don't know how to cut. I don't know how to cut you out of the next part of this and let you not be a part of it because it's impossible. Um, But you're gonna say sorry. Okay, you ready, Aaron? Not. It's like not negative. I'm just stating an obvious. No, I'm not always attacking you. Mm, I disagree about that. Okay. Last night I was on a group chat with Dave Bernard. Apparently, the person I talk about all the time. And on the group chat, he said, wait, Aaron, do you have a store across from Air One, uh, like a clothing store or something? And then Sophia was like, yeah, bro, it's called Favorite Daughter, duh. And he's like, oh my God, that's so exciting. I'm so like proud of you. I was like, oh, that's nice. And then this morning, he texted on the group and said, wait, Aaron, do you want Favorite Daughter in White Lotus next season? Oh. And I said... Yes, I do. And he goes, okay, I'll arrange it. So, okay, well, uh, that is amazing. And I hope it happens. How about me talking about him now? By the way, I love Dave Bernad. I was just Oh, stating. yeah, yeah, yeah. Your tune really changed just now. No, see, this is what you do. All I said is you talk about him a lot. And you took that from me, from it being some sort of negative thing. Oh yeah. yeah. You didn't say it in a positive way. You said it in a, in a making fun of way. No, but not about him, about you. Just like you're very fascinated by Dave Bernard. That is so weird. You would think that I would love to find. Okay. You know, what's funny. Here's, here's what it is. It's because when we talk about people on the podcast, like it gets back to us, right? Cause they'll usually call us and be like, Oh my God, you talked to us on the podcast Mm -hmm. and people are are mentioning it. And Mm -hmm. we don't do it that much. You know, we only do it about a few people. And Dave Bernard is just like a random, kind of random to be getting as many shout outs as he as he does. You know why I think? It just occurred to me. Mm. He's like one of, because he, he's like our go-to setup guy. We don't have a lot of single 
mm-hmm. go-to setup guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. And maybe, and, and so that's probably why. Right. Well, I'm glad that you that's probably you. why. Um, well, listen, you- I think that would be great. I mean, he's obviously the producer of White Lotus, so he has pull. Uh, but, yeah. but let's, you know, let's hold him to it. This could be one of those, you know, Hollywood. Uh, I mean, we're friends, but this could well, be also, one of those. Also, we know how we know how it works. Just because a producer wants, you know, a certain clothing brand in the show, like you know, the wardrobe stylist could be like, mm, this doesn't really like fit any of the scenes, and the actress could be like, not into the you know outfits that we want her to wear. And then like you can't force yeah. even like. Even like low level people like me would kibosh uh, outfits all the time on sets. I'd be like, I'm not wearing that. You know? So I'm sure. Do we know who the stars of White Lotus are going to be? We don't know. I mean, that would have been a much better offer. I actually found the most perfect backdrop for a White Lotus uh, show, uh, season. Is it where you? Yeah, yeah, the Cap Rocotte Hotel in Majorca. It mm. was an old military base. Mm-hmm. Okay, the most stunning, like different, um, architecturally pleasing. I can't even explain it. I, I walked into this place, and the first thing I thought of was, "White Lotus needs to shoot here. It needs to be a whole backdrop." So White Lotus is really like in our orbit. I know. So I've lately been what's you know what's been consuming me the last. I'm gonna just get into it. What's been consuming me the last? Oh God, I can I, feel this coming. It's like a it's like a news article. It's like a something. No, I have been in a hole about paint colors and paint finishes. I you asked me. You can ask me anything about paint. I will tell you because I have been on TikTok. I have been on Google. I have been on Pinterest. I've never gone, I even gone on Pinterest before. Who even, I didn't have a Pinterest account. I used Laura's account, never used it. Um, and some people are like, Jesus, just pick, pick a color, pick a finish. Like, why are you blah, blah, blah? And I'll tell you why. I am so sensitive to color. I am so sensitive to lighting. It can instantly elevate my mood, make me happy, make me um, excited about life. And then it can instantly also make me furious and yeah, and depressed and just like gloomy. And it's really interesting. Like, you know, some people are like, go white, white, white makes you feel happy. No, not for me. Stark white makes me feel crazy. Mm. You know, that is not, that's not doing me any favors, like a bright white. Okay. So everyone has their own, um, like emotion, like uh, their own connection to a color, right? Colors are very emotional. Remember, Carla always says that a favorite daughter. Prints are very emotional. Colors are very emotional. And yeah. um, you got to choose the one that, you know, yeah, gives you the right connection. And I think we underestimate what fresh paint, a new coat of paint can do, right? So, I'm excited. I'm excited about walking into my house and it's going to have a whole new vibe. I paneled all the walls. So I was like, okay, what can I do to add texture and add drama and add a little bit of whatever? I was like, oh, I'm going to just paint. I'm going to, I'm going to panel those walls. 
panel those walls. So you, you um, just want to choose like the most random things to do in your house. I mean, that's not that random. Oh, like what else should I do? I don't know. You're always like, I need to move. I need to move. And then you're like, I'm paneling these walls. I guess well, I not moving. So, well, no, I am moving, but I think that's also, um, resale resale. I mean, it's like an updated modern look, you know? I mean, I think it will add a lot of, I mean, listen, we'll see who knows. Maybe it'll look terrible. I don't know, but I've really been struggling with my paints. I mean, one minute you're even trying to get my designer to help fix it for you. She's probably going to charge me for that. I know. And it's so funny. Everyone writes me and they're like, just ask Amber interiors. I'm like, can you imagine how many DMs Amber gets? I mean, I'm, no, I that, mean, would be I, so, that would be so annoying for her. She'd be like, bitch, don't ask me about your goddamn paint colors. I've written her a few times. I'm not going to lie. About Sarah. This. Yeah, I have. I have. I have. I started, I came in, I came in not too aggressive, just like, oh my God, how are you? Mm-hmm. So curious. Like, what are some of the, your favorite whites? You know, just like really casual, really like, you know, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I, maybe like I, I searched for like a childhood photo of us to be like, oh my God, look, we just, you know, to, yeah. to like, you know, ease into butter it. her up, butter her up. Yeah. To make her like, just to remind her we were there before well, anyone probably, was. You, you probably shouldn't do that though, because it would just remind her how much you ignored her when we were kids and like, didn't, no, it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Oh. It's all, it doesn't matter. Okay. And, um, so she indulged and she gave me her colors. She says, oh, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't give away her secrets. Oh, she told me, she she told me all the whites she likes. She likes the Benjamin Moore uh, white dove, simply white, Dunn Edwards Swiss coffee, and then a Dunn Edwards other one. And then, did you know that certain, uh, all these companies can have the same color? So I'm like, oh God. Am I supposed to use Swiss coffee, coffee Benjamin Moore? Dunn Edwards? Which one? She likes Dunn Edwards. Then I'm harassing Emily, you know, Emily, Emily Ward. Harassing oh, her, yeah. Harassing her like crazy. Oh my I God, can't... that's that's actually annoying because I harassed her recently. So now both of us have. Oh no, she yeah, didn't mention I, that. I literally harassed her a week ago. I literally sent her like my furniture budget. Oh, Jesus. She Man. asked for it. She asked for me to show it to her. She asked. She okay. Asked. And then everyone's like, well, why aren't you harassing Jeff Lewis? Why aren't you talking to Jeff Lewis? I'm like, because he's done with me. We did our project. He is, he is, does not want to deal with me anymore. He's like, you are too much for me to handle. And if you're too much for Jeff Lewis, then like you're a lot. I know. But no, Jeff and I get along great. He, I love him. He loves me, but he, I just don't think wants to hear from me anymore. But, um, so I've been working overtime with you know, some people are kissing up to celebrities. I'm kissing up to designers who I guess mm-hmm. are celebrities in their own right now. Yeah, I think they are. Yeah. Well, I have a predicament because tomorrow I'm supposed to do Morpheus, right? <gasps> tomorrow. Tomorrow. Did you get wait, hold on. Did you get any messages after the last episode where we talked about Morpheus? Honestly, none of them were about Morpheus. Not no, zero. no. You know all what all anyone cared about? I got no messages about scabies. Not one. <laughs> you know what I got messages about? What messages about the vagina cleanser I use? Oh, I got a lot of messages about shingles. Like people sending me pictures of them having shingles and saying like they got it really young, also, and how painful it is. I mean, you're not that young. Uh, Well, if I'm not that young, (laughs) well, I'm not trying to be like too young to get you know diseases. Like I think we're sort of like 
Okay, so here's the problem. Here's the problem. Tomorrow is Wednesday. I'm supposed to get Morpheus tomorrow afternoon. Okay. I've been on the hunt for a Valium. I'm looking for a I'm looking for a good pill to take before this. And why is it so hard to find a Valium? Is it that hard? No, I just like one time at a fertility appointment for like a transfer or something, they gave me a Valium and it was the most amazing. Like I was just flying high. It was just like phenomenal. And Um, so I asked dad if he would give me a volume for this, this thing. And he was like, well, what I have them, but what dosage you want? Two milligrams, four milligrams. And I was like, I have no idea what I took that one time. So I've been trying to get my doctor's office to tell me what the dosage of the volume was that they gave me. Cause I want the exact same one. Cause it was so great. Anyway, that's not my problem. What's the, what's the problem? That's not the problem. The problem is that I talked to Jamie yesterday and Jamie was at skin thesis and she was like, oh, do you want to walk over, you know, come over and say hi? And I was like, um, oh, I can't, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing Morpheus tomorrow. And she's like, Aaron, you're going to look crazy at my birthday party. You can't do Morpheus. No, that is not. That's a lie. That's a lie. That's a lie. I've had people do Morpheus come straight to my house. Oh, really? Wait, are you doing Morpheus the same day as her birthday party or the next day? Two days before. No, you'll be fine. What? Really? And, and- and like, who cares how you look for your best girlfriend's like birthday dinner? Because there's going to be, like, it's not a birthday dinner. There's like going to be like 200 people there. It's like a proper party. I haven't been to a party in like years. Oh, it's a proper party. Yeah. I'm not trying to look like, what, what am I going to look like afterwards? Like, like, like. Well, first of all, ask Jen and ask Andrea. Those are two people I know. No, and Kelly. Everyone's done Morpheus. Okay. Okay. I'm texting Kelly. Oh, wait, you are going to cancel more. No, it doesn't. You're not going to do a hardcore setting either because you don't have like thick skin. So you're not going to do a hard, you'll do a more chill setting, I think. Yeah, but here's the other problem is that I just went to text my girl at Kate Somerville to be like, hey, am I going to look crazy? And I realized that she sent me all of this like prep stuff that I was supposed to be doing and it's tomorrow and I didn't do any of it. No prep stuff. I mean, what what kind of prep stuff? This okay, what she like- said, Number one, four days prior to treatment, avoid skin irritants. Okay, I haven't done any skin irritants. A week before, stop taking aspirin. Haven't done that. Ibuprofen, nope. Excedrin, nope. Nope. Flax oil, cod liver oil, nope. Fish oil, vitamin A. I mean, I haven't taken any of my vitamins lately, so that's fine. Avoid drinking alcohol for three days before. I had a glass of wine last night at dinner. That's fine. Okay. Um, if you must take pain meds, Tylenol is your best choice. Do not wear makeup on the day of treatment. That's fine. No sun tanning or self-tanners two weeks before. Didn't do that. Avoid treatments that might irritate skin for one week. Didn't do that. If you have a tendency for herpes flare-ups, I do not, around the mouth, you should be treated with the antiviral prescription. Oh my God, what if it made my shingles break out again? No, it's not going to do that. Okay, a week prior to treatment, be sure to keep skin in the treatment area well moisturized. I, I always do that. Are you sure you're going to the right place? Like, should you be going like a doctor's office to do this? They're like facialists. Like, I would want to do this with like a nurse, not to freak you out. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I can't believe you're doing Morpheus. It's going to, you know. Okay. I then mean, Jen says, you won't look crazy at all. You might have some tiny little dark speckles on your face, but I went to a di- out to dinner the day I got it and I never stay inside for it. Um, I'm not going to lie. It hurts like a motherfucker. So definitely take a Xanax and four out. No, when Jen did it, Aaron. Okay. They had laughing gas and oh, yeah, they health. have that. They have that here. Oh, they have that where you're going. Yeah, they have it. Okay, so you can literally suck on gas while you're getting it done. Right. But you know what? I opted to do a little uh, laughing gas recently at the dentist for like a like a um, filling. He was like, oh, we have it. And I was like, I won't say no to getting high. So I said yes. And honestly, I didn't enjoy it. It gave me like anxiety. 
I didn't love it. So I'd rather take a pill of my choice. Um, but you know, I haven't been to a party in a really long time and I'm going to see like a bajillion people and I'd like for them to walk away being like, you know, who looked great tonight? Aaron. Mm. I don't want them to be like, I saw Aaron. Hmm. I know, but like more importantly, like who cares what you look like? They're just going to be like, Aaron's killing it. Like, isn't that what you prefer? You, you want to be like looked at as like hot. I'd like both. Oh, I yeah. would like both. I would like both. Okay. So crazy that you were talking about paint colors because I literally just got a text from Joyce, my girl, saying restoration has discontinued their paints, but Gray Wisp by Benjamin Moore is the closest equivalent according to the internet. It might such a, so basically the trim of our house is going to be like, I wanted it to be like that silver sage color, you know, instead of the trim of the house being brown, I want it to be like a sagey color, not like sagey, like too Mediterranean, but like a, what, like inside? No, no, no. The, the, the windows, like the trim. Oh, the so the house will be like white and green. The no, the house is going to be like creamy. Right. Mm -hmm. But instead of brown, um, accents, it would be, um, like what cream is she using? What cream is she using? Ask her. I should I ask. I know up. every motherfucking cream that exists. Okay, let me show you what I'm talking about. So you're painting, you're painting the whole exterior. By the way, are you ever you're never moving into this house? So let's be honest. I mean, someday. You're painting the whole exterior of the house? Of course we have to paint the exterior of the house. What are you talking about? Well, no, I don't know. There's all these like rules and regulations. I thought you like aren't allowed to. No, you can paint color. You can paint anything you want because that's temporary. But look at your phone. I just texted you what I'm talking about, like the trim. Oh, that looks great. I'm so excited to be talking about Green Pan because I am very authentically into non-toxic cookware. And I just think that people don't realize how dangerous it is to have all of these, um, you know, pans that they are cooking in, they're heating their food up in that are filled with toxins. So, you know, most cookware companies say that they're toxic free, but they're definitely not PFAS free. So these, these are toxins that never leave your body. They are called forever chemicals and they are cooked into your food when you are using toxic cookware. So I think that if you're wondering how to begin um, a non-toxic life, I think that cookware is a really, really great place to start. So I highly suggest Green Pan. They actually introduced the world to ceramic non-stick cookware. They are the first and the best toxic-free alternative for cookware with traditional coatings. And um, they, they revolutionized home cooking all the way back in 2007 before this was even a conversation. So Highly recommend Green Pan. I use it. I love their stuff. It's really great. It works well and it lasts long. They are running an amazing deal right now where you get 30% off your entire order if you use our code, which is FOSTER. So toss these plastic pans and upgrade your cookware with Green Pan. Head to greenpan.us and use the promo code FOSTER. You will get 30% off your entire order plus free shipping um, on orders over $99. That is right. It is 30% off. It's a very good deal. So head to greenpan.us and make sure that you use our promo code FOSTER so that they know that we sent you. Okay. I'm very excited to be talking about Hatch, specifically their rest second gen. Okay. I, one of my pet peeves is going to a friend's house that has young kids and everyone has to like whisper the entire time that you're in the house and be quiet. I can't stand that. So 
all the parents that I like to be around use sleep, um, like sound machines for their kids. So you don't have to be, you know, quiet for the rest of the, around the rest of the house. And so the hatch rest is just like very innovative. It's an all-in-one sleep device. It's designed specifically for kids. Um, it's a sound machine. It's also a nightlight that grows with your kids. You know, during the newborn stage, Hatch really helps making for a soothing and comfortable sleep environment with continuous sounds like white noise or wind or rain and lullabies. And then, you know, as your kid gets older, Hatch allows toddlers and big kids to build sleep independence, which, you know, sleep independence means that you get to have your sleep too, uh, with customized colors and sound cues. They can decide what color they want. And so then they feel a part of it. Um, the time for bed pairing alerts, which really helps them wind down for the night. And then in the morning, it's like so important for the kids to have this. It's their special time to rise signal that helps teach them when it's okay to get out of bed for the day and start yelling for you to wait on them hand and foot. Um, and then you can keep the kids that are waking up too early in bed longer, which gives you your life back. I think it's just great. It's like, you can't leave your kid in there to wake up whenever they feel like getting up. And the Hatch products really help parents take control of the bedtime situation and getting their kids to sleep through the night. So I am a huge fan. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners up to 15% off your purchase of a Hatch Rest and free shipping on hatch.co slash foster. So if you're ready for improved sleep for your kids and for yourself, go to hatch.co slash foster to get up to 15% off and free shipping. Hatch.co slash foster. Um, you know what I'm obsessed with? I was about to say maybe I'm biased, which obviously I am biased, but our lip oils, okay? We did a collaboration. Favorite Daughter did a collaboration with St. Jane. Now, St. Jane is... They're a newer brand, and I mean, I think they're pretty popular. They're coming up. I, I don't hear people talk about St. Jane as much as they should be because they are doing clean in a way that nobody else is. Not only that, but their packaging is so insane. Anyways, we did... Um, we want to be very mindful here. I think when companies go into like beauty and, uh, you know, whatever, I think it's smart in the beginning to partner. So we partnered with them to do our favorite nude lip oils. I'm just saying I'm obsessed with I'm obsessed with our um lip oils. I love them. They're I so good. I really love them. And which one are you wearing and when are you wearing it? I mean honestly I'm wearing the lighter one. Because I'm wearing the lighter one because I can wear the lighter one every day. The darker one is like a nighttime vibe. Like that with a nude lip liner, my lips look like the size of Angelina Jolie's. It's crazy. And um the day one is like, it's like a clear pinkish nude. So you can wear it during the, I'm obsessed. My lips, they hydrate your lips and plump your lips so much. I'm just so excited because I, I was down on it. I was like, lip oil? Like, what's a lip oil? Like, it just, I wasn't excited by it. You were more excited about it. Yeah. I guess I just didn't understand really what a lip oil was and the difference between a lip oil and a gloss. And oh my God, gloss is gross compared to this because this is like, it almost feels like it's... um gloss like, gross yeah like after wearing these oils I, I just sounded weird i was like wait i don't want oil on my lips it just did i didn't get it but they're like the most nourishing hydrating plumping i just didn't realize you were right you were right I'm giving you credit <gasps> i really was right by the way did you download about the hamptons i mean there's like you went to the hamptons it's like you're so not a hampton person Is uh, that anything? I, go, I go every year on fourth of july it's like my thing now 
I know, but it's just, you're just not, you don't have a Hamptons vibe to me. I actually appreciate that. Yeah. I think that's a thank you. Yeah, thank you. you're not a, it just doesn't uh, mesh with your personality necessarily. What meshes with my personality? Like Santa Fe, New Mexico? Mm, Yosemite? <laughs> Yosemite, okay. Let's go to questions because, you know, we haven't really been engaging with our uh, with our audience, but I'll tell you, I did something. I looked, at, I looked at reviews and I was scared. I was like, oh my God, I don't think my self-esteem can handle mm-hmm. looking at reviews. People are so mean and I have very thick skin. I really have thick skin, but, you know, sometimes my feelings get hurt and, mm-hmm. and the reviews, a lot of great ones there. Also, yeah, because we shamed people into going and giving us good reviews, and I'm happy to do no, that. No, I didn't shame people into giving us good reviews. I just shamed them into giving us a review. I just wanted a review. You shamed them into a good one. Do you know how obsessed people are with Jefferson Fisher, by the way, who we had on our podcast? Oh, yes. By the way, what are the rules on podcast plagiarism? I mean, people steal our guests and our episode topics and ideas left and right. I'm not going to name names, mm-hmm. but we pride ourselves. We're not we're not interested in having the run-of-the-mill guests, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's certain, like, experts and well who are on every podcast. They make their podcast rounds. We work hard. We dig deep. Allison digs deep. We try to find people that are obscure, that are different, mm-hmm. that you're not going to that you're now granted mm-hmm. Jefferson has like millions of TikTok followers, but I've never heard him on a podcast. I'm seeing mm-hmm. him now on my podcast. So oh, oh, you're I'm, seeing him. Okay. So then let's just, let's just, let's well, just, uh, let's just, let's put a notice out to people listening. There's one very popular podcast that literally just steals our like, guests. Yeah. N- not even our guests, but like our topics. I mean, it's what okay, are so, the rules? So this is what I was going to say. So let's give a notice out to whoever's listening who has their own podcast or is, the producer, ideas. or is the producer of a podcast, get your own ideas, mm-hmm. stop following ours. And mm-hmm. it's okay if you want to like maybe borrow one guest, but you can't just have your whole lineup be our whole lineup. Also, by the way, we're always pretty good at, I think, about being like, uh, we heard about you from so-and-so. We saw you from so-and-so. Just be like, I heard, you know, people are funny. People are funny about admitting that they, you know, it's weird. I just, just say like, Oh, I heard you on the Foster's podcast, or I saw you on the, you know, I don't know. Just mm-hmm. maybe I'm being sensitive. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe I'm being a little bit um, territorial. Maybe I shouldn't be so territorial. You are very territorial. I just like being different. I'm not trying to say, you know, we're like reinventing the wheel over here, but I just like. But we do have unique guests, I feel like. We have guests that are just like really plucked from like random parts of the internet that we find that are. I mean, not all people, not all people. Some guests we've had, you know, like, you know, I'm not trying to claim everybody, but you know, you get my, you get, you get my vibe. You get what I'm trying to say here. I'm picking up what you're putting down. People love Jefferson though. I mean, the way that he, you know, he doesn't mansplain. He's so deep, but he's so accessible. All of his tools are accessible. Like, you know, when you listen to experts and you're like, oh, just shut the fuck up. Or it's like, but how do I implement this? Yes. Like, like, okay, great. Thank you. He's so clear. His his tools are so tangible. They are so, I, I don't know. He was one of our, one of my favorite guests. Right. Can I tell you something different that I just thought about? Sure. I went to Solace yesterday because I thought I had a book. Oh, 
What? Why? Because you read about the Tori Kelly story? No. What happened to Tori Kelly? Tori Kelly with, you know, the singer and the incredible voice. Yeah. It was at dinner with friends on Sunday. I don't know her. I just read this on the internet and started feeling dizzy, collapsed, rushed to Cedar sinai blood clot. She's like so it like, it like went to her brain or something? I, I, I don't know details. I shouldn't say because I just like read it, you know, on the internet. I don't know, but blood clot. Whoa. Well, ever since our friend Kelly, who now we're mentioning a lot, a few years ago before her birthday party, she was like, had to cancel her birthday party because she realized she had a blood clot. She just, her, her like leg was kind of hurting her and she got like, a, went to get a massage um, because like she was having like this like pain in her leg. and Lower was- calf leg pain. Yeah. And the masseuse was like, I'm not comfortable like massaging that if you've been on like a long flight and like, you know, you're having this pain, you're like, you should go get it checked out. Turns out blood clot. Oh and God. so luckily she got it before, it, you know, anything bad happened. But ever since I've been um, kind of in Paris, I was having this like, I'm having this really, really, really weird heel pain that I haven't been talking to anyone about because I don't think anyone's going to care about heel pain. But it's like a sharp stabbing pain under my heel if I straighten my leg out or if I stand in a certain way. And then the last like two weeks, it's been hurting on my leg, on my left leg. So it's like behind my thigh, behind my knee, my calf. And I'm like, this is such a weird pain. And I honestly, if I, I, like, I know that it's stemming from my actual heel and that's not a blood clot, but my leg was hurting. It's only my left leg and it's been really uncomfortable. And so I was like, honestly, I think I should just go get it checked out. So I went to Solace yesterday. Okay. And they brought in a um, an ultrasound technician and they did an ultrasound and I don't have a blood clot. Thank God. But I do have stabbing pain in my heel, like stabbing pain. Like it's like on fire and stabbing and I don't know what it is. And I've what? looked it up and it could be plantar fasciitis or it could be um, oh. heel, heel something. What's it called? Heel ticks. Heel. I don't know. Are we 700 plantar fasciitis? I just associate that. But you know what? A lot of athletes get it. Tommy had it. Apparently, plantar fasciitis is the most painful. Erin, you would know, I think, if you had plantar fasciitis. It's the most painful. I don't think that's what I have. I think a heel spur. I think that's what I have. A heel spur. It hurts so bad. But only when I... How would you get this? I have no idea. But it's like... I don't even... It's not even fun to talk about because I don't think anyone's going to care. But basically, when I like... so many ailments. We have so... We are so fragile. We have so many fucking ailments, you know? Us. Oh God, I just looked up heel spur. What causes a heel spur? And it's oh it's God. a photo of like two old people dancing in the kitchen together. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's so sad. That is so sad. So I want to do that. Just reminded me of something. That just reminded me of something. Okay. Can oh, wait, wait, wait. Sorry. A heel spur is a bony growth that develops around the heel bone, often caused by ill-fitting shoes and sometimes causing pain. What? You could, you have to get it removed. Oh my God. Oh no, 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 no. I have two I, things to say. I can't do this. I this have is- two things to say. Um, two things. Number one, I signed up for Solus. I'm so Finally. happy. This is, not an, this is not an ad, guys. It's expensive. They didn't give us $5 off of the membership, but I, your shingle story inspired me to sign up. Well, let me, let me tell you something. I won't name names again. Well, I'll Mm -hmm. say the name, but we'll bleep it. While I was there yesterday, I ran into with their new baby who was profusely puking out of the blue and like, like all this crazy shit was happening to him. And he was like, wouldn't stop throwing up and they thought something was wrong and they're panicking and they brought him to solace. 
And they like diagnosed him with this like very rare food allergy that he had that like makes your, I don't know, some weird symptoms. And so really? you bring like babies there. Yeah, no, it's amazing. So I'm excited for this. Um, I want to do an episode on hormones because, you know, I was just with a group of women who are older than me and they were like, it's actually so surprising, Sarah, that you're even up to date on all of this because most women your age, my age, are not are not having these conversations with their girlfriends. Gynecologists are not going, let's check your levels. Like, let's see like what's going on. Like, let's see how you're doing. Like, women who are listening don't understand that after like 35, your hormones start dropping. No, even younger, I think. I, I don't want to be giving away you know, too many facts here, like they're facts because they're not. But so many women I know are like, am I depressed? Am I this? Am I that? Going on going on antidepressants, which a lot of the time, you, you, you sure, you do need that. But a lot of the time, you just need to even out your hormones. You just need to get on some bioidenticals. You just need to like... Oh, wait, wait, but isn't bio... Is that like hormone replacement therapy? Because that's... Yes. For- yeah, no. But it's 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 uh, like made from plants. It's different. It's mm-hmm. not like synthetic. It's it's different. Well, I'm really See, Aaron, Aaron, this is the thing. You don't even know. You're someone who's so well-versed in this area. You don't even know. Yeah, I don't. You don't even know that taking progesterone can like a change a woman's life for the well, better. I've taken a lot of fucking progesterone in the last few years. Yeah, but for different for reasons. For yeah, to conceive. That's different. I'm talking about women whose hormones are dropping and are not trying to conceive. Women who just want to feel fucking normal. Right. My point is we need to get an endocrinologist on here. So I want you guys listening. Who and Allison just texted us and said she has the person. You know what else I want to say while I'm here? Say it. Our community is so amazing. We have the most knowledgeable group of people surrounding us. Whenever I have a question about something, I'm just going to take it to Instagram. I don't give a fuck. I don't care how personal it is because the answer is always there. People write me and whether it's like, oh, I have, I'm having this symptom. What pain color should I use? Uh, what's a good parenting book for dealing with blah, blah, blah. They just know. The, the, our audience just knows. We've really yeah, but acquired- The problem is you're going to get like a thousand different answers. I don't care. You get the answers and then you decide what works best for you. It doesn't matter. I love a poll and I love I love our people because I think we've just accumulated a really great group of people. There aren't a lot of psychos around here. There are a That's lot of true. really that a lot true. of really like wonderful um mm-hmm. knowledgeable women. And you and know men. what? I've I've had some way, good way, only been stopped in Germany about the podcast for men. What? Yeah. Been stopped multiple times in Germany from guys. Love the podcast. We need to um, bring in the masculine guests. Are you allowed to say masculine? I don't don't know. I don't think you're allowed to say masculine, Sarah. I don't don't either. Okay. I have been giving all of my element away. All of my element because it's been sold out online and all of these friends of mine have been coming to my house like I'm an element dealer and coming in and grabbing free packets because I have so much of it since we have it on the podcast and everyone's having a hard time finding it and all they want is my element. Um, my favorite flavor is the um, it's currently the grapefruit and the citrus, but raspberry is also very popular and chocolate is actually really popular. So basically electrolytes is such a huge part of us feeling good and... 
so many of the popular electrolyte drinks have so much crap in them that it's not even good for you anymore. So Element has none of the junk. It has no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, no BS. And it is packed with electrolytes. It also has a thousand milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium and 60 milligrams of magnesium. It is like the perfect balance of what you need to hydrate your body and have electrolyte efficiency. It helps with sleeplessness and headaches and muscle cramps and fatigue. And it just like hits everything. It can help with hormone regulation. Um, It also helps with nutrient absorption and fluid balance and nerve impulses. I mean, it really, there's like so many things that you need electrolytes for. It's not just for athletes. It's just for regular um, people who are not always feeling their best. So what people don't realize is that a good electrolyte drink mix means that you need to have lots of salt with no sugar. And so electrolytes, you need to have a lot of salt. And so Element, when you drink it, it tastes like salty and fruity. It's like you've never tried anything like it. It's very different uh, than what you're expecting. And it really, really works. So right now, Element is offering our listeners a free sample pack with any order. That is eight single serving packets for free with any Element order. It's a great way to try all the eight flavors or share your element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash foster. This deal is only available through our link. So you have to go to drinklmnt.com slash foster. Element offers a no questions asked refund. You can try it totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you can share it with a salty friend and they will give you your money back. No questions asked. You have literally nothing to lose. Okay. I don't need to tell you that a lot of us and our friends are dealing with fertility issues. And regardless of why it's happening, it is so important to be informed. So it is so important as a woman to just know what your options are and where you stand. You do not want to wait until there's a problem to be looking for what the problem is. You want to you want to do it as early as possible. Just get a checkup of understanding where your starting point is. And so Modern Fertility is making it so accessible for people. They have tons of different hormone tests that you can do with a single little finger prick at home. You send it in the mail, you get all your results back. They connect you with professionals who could take you through your test results so you understand them. And then you know where you're going from. You can get insight on your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserves, which also means how many eggs you have left, um, if it's more or average for your age, then other important factors that can impact your fertility. You know, the results go very, very deep into what every hormone means. And you can also download the results to review with your doctor if you'd like to. Um, Traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic definitely costs at least over $600. Modern fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash foster, you get $20 off your test. Plus you also can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or your HSA. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test. When you go to modernfertility.com slash foster, that means your test will cost $159. It's a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash foster. Modernfertility.com slash foster. Um, okay, wait, hold on. Now I'm on a roll. What else? Oh, did did what did people, did you get messages from people about your medical medium story? Because I did. I got uh-huh. messages from people being like, that is crazy. No, I that did is not. Crazy. You did not. I did not. Why? Why is that? Why am I not getting those messages? 
Maybe you don't look at them. I don't know. I also, do know. I got a lot of UTI feedback. I'm on that Demanos. I'm on it. I'm on it hardcore. And I'm on um, I'm on like a powder and the pills. I'm just going to go... You're on a powder full. pills of what? Demanos. It's a, it cleans your bladder lining or something. What? Oh, I'm also about to order a gut powder. All the women on my trip were drinking a gut powder. Do you know I'm devastated that I'm about to say this word, but I'm going to say it anyways. Have you ever heard of leaky gut? Okay. Sarah, I got the fact that you're saying, have I heard of it is crazy considering that our mom is like every other word she says is leaky gut. She always okay. says everything is leaky okay. gut. So I got Erin. Erin, she took me to like one of her, which when I thought at the time, quacks doctor. It was like 15 years ago. Mom okay, did. she made me go to... Yeah. She made me go to this. At the time, I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to go to this quack just because mom will not leave me alone. Turns out this quack is now like, you know, being published in medical journals. Um, Anyways, she fucking diagnosed me with leaky gut. Now, 15 years ago, no, not 15 years ago, 10 years ago. But you don't have gut issues. Erin, 10 years ago, I did all these tests, okay? She goes, you have leaky gut. I looked at her. I'm like, you are a quack. That is disgusting. That is crazy. I and I ignored her. Okay. 10 years ago, she diagnosed me with this. I just ignored her. Mm-hmm. Okay. That shit doesn't heal itself. There's a protocol. There's a crazy protocol to heal that. I've just been walking around with leaky gut for 10 years. Your gut's years. just leaking all over the place. Now, before you guys get disgusted and turn this off, basically, what it is is it's when the lining of your gut, um, is leaking. Is leaking. Let me guess. Is leaking? So it's like when it's the lining isn't strong enough. So when you when you eat food, instead of it all being um, contained where it's supposed to be contained, it seeps out and then floats into your bloodstream. Okay, please Google this because I'm not. I might not be getting. You're this like right. definitely misinforming. No, our- I'm. Definitely, I'm definitely. Like, I'm just picturing like a little bit of cheese enchiladas like floating around in yeah. your blood. <laughs> I'm definitely didn't do that justice. Look it up. But <laughs> now I have to start drinking. I don't have to, but I've decided. Um, all these women were drinking this gut powder. I'm like, I got that's that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna get on the. I'm not gonna stop eating cheese enchiladas or yeah. Doritos, but I will drink the the, the gut powder. And but maybe Sarah, you don't have. But you don't have like gut issues. Like you don't have gut pain or bloating or any of that shit. Well, so? So like, what are your symptoms? Like, what are you trying to fix? How are you going to know if it's working? Um. Oh, here, Allison just wrote. Okay, leaky gut, you guys. Leaky gut syndrome is a proposed digestive condition where the intestinal lining allows bacteria and toxins into the bloodstream. It refers to an increase in permeability of the intestinal lining, which could play a role in Crohn's and other diseases. Okay, so I've just been walking around with this for 10 years, and God knows how much longer than before I was diagnosed. You guys, I'm a mess. This sounds like something that I have, not that you have. Well, you've done so many tests, you'd know if you have it. Erin, have you ever done one of those tests? I know I'm going to say what it is. Have you ever done one? I'm guessing it's a stool test. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, yeah. I have. Wow, that just rolled off your tongue. Jeez. Stool test? Oh my God, Erin, stop saying stool test. Jesus. I'm just saying like most people have done them before. Well, I hadn't. 
until mom took me to the quack. Turns out, not a quack. I'm like, wait, she's like published in reviews now. It's crazy. This is the problem, is that mom's always right. No, mom has been so ahead of the curve. It's so always right. It's crazy. I have have a theory that, I was going to say 10 years, but I think even sooner, that um, microdosing is going to just be normal. We're going to be using microdosing for... All these medical things yeah, that thanks, people. Sarah. Are... Well, welcome to what everybody else already knows. I mean, no, Aaron. Everyone else in our little clique. Everyone else in our little LA, New York clique. The the, the most people are not aware. Okay, most people are not. I mean, a lot of people are. It's becoming pretty mainstream now. It's still not legal, but it's becoming pretty mainstream. But it's true. It's another thing that Mom was right about, and she was ahead of the curve. It's crazy. No, it's it's literally We're always like rolling our eyes at her, and then. No. Shit comes out. I mean, she was yeah, making, she was like cooking with ghee like 20 years ago. Can I just say ghee's disgusting though? I'm I I I don't I I still it's got a strong ghee. flavor. It's got a strong flavor. I, I understand it's so good for you, but I'm not trying to have ghee in anything. It's really gross. Well, I think when you cook with it, you really don't taste it. Mm, you do. Mm. You do. Um, you know what I miss? I miss mm. a smoothie. Blenders like apparently aren't a thing in Germany. We don't have a blender here. It's weird. Oh, that's weird. It is weird. That like is I weird. don't even, you know, it's just different here. I don't know that you know you you don't go into like the frozen fruit aisle and you know the the frozen aisle and there's all these like, you know, frozen selections of fruit. It just doesn't. I don't know. Things are just a little different here. But I suppose I could just do real fruit and use ice. Could do that. Wait, should you become like a German health influencer and like in like and like introduce everybody there to smoothies? Mm. Sarah's smoothies. Sarah's American smoothies in Germany. Sarah, just no, no in Germany. Just Sarah's American. Check, check if that handle's been taken. Sarah's American Sarah's smoothies. com. Let's look it up. Oh, Sarah's up. American smoothies in Deutschland. See if no, it's taken. Because you want to be. Yeah. Oh, Sarah's America.com just came up. <laughs> oh, God. I'm scared. That's Sarah's me. America. Oh, my God. I'm scared. <laughs> What is oh. this about to be? Oh my god! I have not been on Fox News lately. Things. I guess I need to go on some more rants. Yeah, I think you should go on some more rants for show. Mm. Okay, it just came up. We help companies big and small move quicker, grow, adding what you may need to deploying all of your resources. Okay, this isn't political. That's great. Um, okay, Sarah's American Smoothies. Sarah's American. All right. Who cares, Aaron? We're, we don't need to continue. We haven't answered one question and dinner is on the table, girl. People don't want our advice, do they? No one wants our life. Oh, there's... um On Good Morning America, this video is called Sarah's Disgusting Smoothie Recipes. <laughs> <laughs> My smoothies are really delicious and really simple. My smoothies. Okay. Mm-hmm. Banana. Okay. Groundbreaking. Bananas, blueberries, strawberries gigantic spoon of almond butter, mm-hmm. protein powder. What kind? I use a vegan vanilla protein. What's the brand? It's like Earth Bar. Sorry. Okay. Don't think it's organic. Or maybe it is. It actually is. Um, I do a spoon of greens. I, you know, I've done my athletic greens before, but it has a little bit of a like... um. In a smoothie, it's funny. In a smoothie, I really pick up like 
the xylitol. Like pineapple or dragon fruit, which people love, but I just don't love it. That's why I do my athletic greens in my water. So I do this other like weird green thing. And um, I'll do sometimes chia seeds and sometimes um, spirulina and sometimes acai. Mm-hmm. And I do oat milk. You do oat milk. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And then, I, and then, like I'll give it to the kids, and then once they're served, then I'll blend it more with collagen because I'm I'm a I'm a big stand for collagen. Okay. Even though I need a new one, maybe I think I need a new one. New collagen in the market. I'm in the market. I also think I want to start taking creatine. Whoa, Sarah, weren't you doing that for a little while, and you're getting pretty bulky? Uh, no, Erin, I just was getting bulky. Not from cream. Uh, I never, I've never taken creatine, but thank you. Okay, I have my exterior house paint color. Okay, I've I've definitely heard of it. Okay, D E D E antique paper. Never heard of it. What's the shade? Antique paper. By what company? Dunn Edwards. Oh, Dunn Edwards antique paper. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, this is it. Looks pretty white. Does it? It doesn't look white if I were to text it to you. How are you going to go from being like so sleeping like a baby in a condo where you have a doorman to like just being out in the wild in a house? I'm not going to do well with it. Especially with kids. You'll have kids by then probably. And and honestly, scary. I'm thinking an armed guard. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I plan on being really rich by then. If you could ever get this show on the air, what's happening? I know. Oh, I know. by the way, this is like an incredible white. What the hell? Oh my God. Like this would have been great for my, for my interiors potentially. God damn it. Never heard of this one. Dunn Edwards antique white. What's happening with the show? Do we still have our actors? Yes. Cause actors are striking too. Yeah. The show ain't going nowhere guys. No. Ain't going nowhere. So do we... Do questions? Do people not want our advice? Do people want our advice? What do you think? Should we just look at them? Yeah, I'm looking at them. Anything pop your fancy? Pop my fancy is not how I would say it. Do questions, Allison said. Sorry, I have to pee again. This is my matcha hour. Oh, want to hear something interesting? Here's something really fucking interesting. I'll just talk to myself. So remember how you and Simon and probably other people probably Tommy and probably the kids were making fun of me for peeing so much. Like I've been peeing nonstop for like a year. Okay. And I'm like, what is this? Like, is this like old age? Is this like, like, this is just my life now. Like I would get in the car to go to the office, which is 40 minutes away. And I would have to like plan it out. I have to be like, okay, I can't drink water 20 minutes before I get in the car or else I'll have to like stop. This has been going on for like a year. Ever since, ever since my German, ever since my whole debacle here, and if you didn't listen to our last episode, you won't know what I'm talking about. Um, Ever since I did this whole like protocol that they put me on this stuff and they gave me this stuff, I barely pee. I can drink a bottle. I mean, I pee like a normal person. I'm just peeing normal. Whoa, that's honestly crazy. No, but it's like life-changing. It's like... You might have this thing called... No, don't diagnose me right now. I've been diagnosed. I don't I don't need you to like diagnose me right now. She's interstitial. Get my... Interstitial. Yeah, yeah. Cystitis. cystitis. I'm 
Yeah, I don't think I have it though. I think I just had an untreated fucking bladder infection. Like a chronic UTI? One that was like mild. So it wasn't like to the point where I did anything about it. I was just peeing all the time, you know? But it wasn't like, I just felt like, I just thought like, well, I drink a lot of water. Like this is just my life. No, no, it wasn't my life. No, this was not your life. That wasn't the life you were meant to have. Wait, Sarah, no. that's kind of crazy. So, so what was the they they gave you that one powder drink and then it just changed everything? They gave me this powdered and this German powdered antibiotic. Well, how amazing would that be if you don't have to pee every five minutes? I just pee like a normal person. Do you get up in the night to pee? I used to. Before a week ago. But I haven't. I mean, I haven't in the last, I don't know, two weeks. No, but like Since typically before that, you were getting up to pee in the night, what, twice a night? No, not twice a night. Maybe once a night. Okay. Or maybe at like that 5 a.m. or and then now you know go back to sleep like 5 a.m. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do that too. But not anymore. Sanumi. Sanumi. Oh I, tr- I I think I had like an undiagnosed chronic UTI like for the last year is what I think. Well, that's crazy. You were just living like that. Sarah, we have a lot of questions. Yeah, because we back them up because we get so many questions and then we don't answer them. So they get backed up. Okay, one of these that I just saw was when you spiral, how do you get yourself out of it? And this is something I like really recently started figuring out because I crazy spiral. I say I say something, then I spiral. I think something, I spiral. I get mad at someone, I spiral. I ask a question or I, was, I always spiral. Um, I talk shit about someone and then I spiral that somebody else is going to like tell them. Uh, By the way, my spiral is that someone's mad at me. My spiral, this is how sick I, No, but this is how sick I am. My spiral is like, someone made up a lie. Like, like, like we, we've talked about this before. You could say to me right now, do you know who I heard was talking mad shit about you at this dinner party the other night? So-and-so. And I would go, that person's dead to me. Fuck that person. But I don't know. You could be lying to me. You could just be trying to, you know, get in the way of something. You could just be... Now, granted, it would be very manipulative and very psychotic, but people do this. People like embellish. People will be like, oh, this person was like not being that nice about you the other night. But maybe they weren't actually just being totally normal. You know, it's like- I mean, it'd be really weird for someone to make up that you're talking shit about somebody. No, I know. But my spiral is like, oh, that person didn't call me back because they're mad at me. Because I, you know- Anyway, you're sort of hijacking my spiral conversation. Can I make my dinner plate while you're telling it? Sure. But basically all I was going to say is that recently- I mean, I've been going now to my DBT therapist for a while now. It's got to be like over a year. Um, but sometimes I would like say to him, I'm spiraling about this thing. Or like, I remember one time I texted him after an appointment because I was spiraling over something I said to him. And I was like, I'm like really anxious right now. I feel really guilty. I feel like I'm spiraling about this. And I wanted him to make me feel better about it and be like, no, your feelings are normal. What you said was totally normal. Instead, I'm back. Oh, that was... Because dinner's not because dinner's not ready. Oh, great. So the point I was saying is that I texted my DBT therapist one time after an appointment because I was spiraling over something I said to him. And I was like panicking. I felt guilty. I felt like stressed about what I said. And so I was like, hey, I'm just like really having anxiety right now. And I'm sort of spiraling that like maybe I, I think I I think I was too harsh when I said blah, 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 blah. And I'm expecting him to say to me, what you said is totally normal. You don't need to feel bad about it. Like, it's all good. Like, this is a safe space. He didn't. What he said was, sit with the feeling. And I was like, 
okay, but it's like, it wasn't that bad, right? Like you understand what I was trying to say. And he goes, I'm not going to make you feel better about it. Just sit with the feeling. You'll be fine. Actually, he didn't even say you'll be fine. Just sit with the feeling and see what it feels like and pay attention to it. And the next appointment I have with him, he explains to me, he's like, when you feel that like surge of shame or regret, mm-hmm. guilt mm-hmm. or panic, your, mm-hmm. your feeling is like, I have to get away from this feeling. I need someone mm-hmm. to say something to make me feel better, right? Like, tell mm-hmm. me that what I, the shit I talked about that person isn't so bad. Tell me that like the thing I complained about isn't that bad. Tell me the secret that I shared isn't that bad. Like, make me feel better. But he's like, that's not what where you want to go. Where you want to go to like heal and grow and become like the person you want to be is pay attention to the feeling you just had and then feel it all the way. Know that you're probably going to be fine no matter what. And then the next time you're in that situation, remember that feeling and decide, do you want to have that feeling again? Or do you want to maybe think before you say something? Am I making Mm. sense? I like that. Your your DBT therapist always has great advice. I really wish you'd come on the pod. I know. You really didn't want to. No. The point is that when you're in a spiral, don't like try to escape the feeling of the spiral. Just accept that you're there and like pay attention to it and feel what you're feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. I have been in the process of trying to decorate the house that we are renovating a year in advance. And one of the most costly and most frustrating parts is outdoor furniture. Outdoor furniture is very expensive and it all has to match, right? So you can't just get like random things here and there at a a flea market, like other stuff. It all has to like look seamless. So article... They make really high quality furniture at really, really good price points because they cut out the middleman. So they basically are direct to consumer. And because of that, they're able to give you really good prices. And they have so many different kinds of um, styles. They have mid-century modern, they have coastal or Scandinavian or boho, and they are affordable shipping across the US and Canada. You can just pick your delivery time. They send you updates every step of the way. They have everything that you need for your um, favorite outdoor summer furniture, outdoor sofas to outdoor dining sets to decor. Um, They have great customer service. So I highly recommend trying Article. I'm a big personal fan. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash foster and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article.com slash foster for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. You know, one of the frustrating things about being someone who likes clean products is that there are so many different things I'm looking for for solutions and it's hard to find clean brands that are doing it. So one of them is hair growth. A lot of the brands that promote, you know, helping your hair grow thicker and fuller have hormones in them and like all this crap that can have all these bad side effects. Vegamore is one of my favorite companies because they are so clean. They are 100% cruelty-free and they are never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or any hormones. Um, And they actually work. They're made with clean ingredients that, I mean, for me personally, makes my hair visibly um, better, cleaner, fuller, thicker, and you can trust that the products are really clean. I really like their lash serum. And Sarah always talks about using the lash serum in her eyebrows. I'm not sure if you're supposed to do that, but she claims that it really helps and it really works. And their revitalizing um, shampoo and uh, conditioner kit is so good. 
It lathers like crazy. It really works and it's really good quality. So if you're looking for a new clean hair care process, I highly, highly recommend Vegamore. Give yourself the hair that you never thought you could have with Vegamore. For a limited time, our listeners get 20% off your first order by going to vegamore.com slash foster and use the code foster at checkout. That is V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R.com slash foster, code foster to save 20% on your first order. Vegamore.com slash foster with the code foster. I also think that we work so hard in today's society to minimize stress, minimize stress, 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 like no stress, no stress. You need to be the most, um, you know, centered, zen, meditating, blah, 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 blah. Like, okay, yeah, great. But also some stress is good. Like some stress actually like motivates me and excites me and, you know, tests me. And it's like, I don't want to be Zen 24 hours a day. Like that just kind of sounds boring. Is that, mm-hmm. is that a, is that an irresponsible thing to say? I just think there's something no. to like, there's something like, I know people that have a high stress life that are like really exciting, really great lives. Now I'm not promoting stress. Yes. Stress can, you know, kill you, I guess like stress is, but do you know what I'm saying? I don't think we need to like, I don't, I'm not, I am not personally um, on a mission to live a 100% stress-free life. I'm just not because then I wouldn't have four businesses and I wouldn't have two kids and I wouldn't have a relationship and I wouldn't be trying to balance all these things. It's like, that's not, I don't think the goal, you know, we follow all these like influencers and, you know, we read all these books and everyone is stress-free life. Like, no, I don't think that, I think a little stress is okay. I think you don't need to beat yourself up if you are in stressful situations or if you do have, a stressful life. I think the goal should be finding tools to help you cope when it gets to be too much. Mm-hmm. Is that irresponsible to say or no? I don't think it's irresponsible. Um, someone wrote in, is it okay if I look at something on here? Did you just ask me to permit? Oh my God. Yes. That's absolutely, you, 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 I will allow it. Oh, I just meant like, I don't want to cut you off. Oh, that's fine. So Thank much. you. Okay. So this person wrote in, um, first off, I love you guys. Love your pods. The only one I listen to on a regular basis. Thank you. So here's a, here's my predicament. I am recently engaged and planning a wedding with divorced parents who, who absolutely despise each other. I mean, it's worth worse than anything I've ever seen. They have been separated for almost a decade. And this is the first time that they are having to communicate and work together. Well, things have already gone awry. My mom recently backed out of contributing to the cost, leaving all expenses to my dad and me. I know it is to spite him. My mom and stepdad do very well and own a thriving business, and we planned our budget thinking that they would contribute. My dad is being so supportive about everything and just wants it to be the wedding of my dreams, but I'm feeling so much guilt about him being on the hook for this alone. I also harbor so much resentment and anger towards my mom right now, which is adding to the baseline level of stress that comes with planning an event like this. I'm so lucky to be able to even be having a wedding, but dealing with them together is triggering me back to my childhood and growing up in a house where they constantly fought. I am this close to throwing in the towel. I don't want to spend another day crying with puffy eyes. And I really don't want to continue the wedding process this way. Do you have any tips to navigate anything? Oh my God. Okay. I have a lot to say about that as I'm sure you do too. But first and foremost, I'm always so um, fascinated and perplexed by people who are remarried and 
are still so affected by their ex and that that's allowed within the union. Like if I'm her mom's new husband, I'm going, Jesus Christ, like you're with me now. Like we have a life, let it go. I mean, anything short of um, abuse or, you know, certain things like that. Like it doesn't sound like that was the situation here. If I'm the new husband, I'm like, I'm a little, it's a little like if, okay, if I'm with a guy who still has such hatred and such, you know, high intense it's really feelings. Weird. It's very interesting that this is the thing, this is the part of the story that you picked up on. Well, that's just where I want to begin with. I want to, because I'm I'm fascinated by the fact that she's remarried. Like the whole thing is that she th- hates the husband so much. She hates her husband, ex-husband so much that she's willing to ruin her daughter's wedding and not contribute or participate because of how much she, I mean, that is just first and foremost, like, I'm just fascinated by that dynamic. Well, um, yeah, I mean, we don't know the details about why she feels that way, obviously, who knows it could be justified, but for this person, I would say that no wedding is worth going broke for at all. Oh my God, Aaron, I was just about, it is not worth it. I promise It is not worth putting your dad under financial stress for just no. because he wants to give you the wedding that you want to have. Agreed. I guarantee, I promise you, I've been to you know a handful of COVID weddings and they were some of the nicest weddings I've ever been to. I went to a wedding that cost so little and it was one of the nicest weddings that I've been to because it was just about the couple yep. and the more extravagant the wedding does not mean the better the wedding is. And it really is about the marriage that comes after. And so if this wedding is putting this much stress on you and your dad, I would really pivot and turn the wedding around and don't think of your wedding as like, I've always wanted like white doves to come out of a thing. And I've always wanted to be on a beachfront. Like start to reimagine what your wedding could look like if you did it on a different budget that didn't put stress on your family. And regardless of the size of the wedding or how, you know, um, lavish it is, you're still going to have the dynamic of your parents. And I definitely dealt with this. You know, I definitely dealt with this. Like I had a lot of stress around my wedding. Uh, A lot of it was family stuff. And it's the reason why we got married on New Year's Eve is because we sped up the process because we didn't want to spend a year of our lives having this like ridiculous family drama haunting us. And so we pivoted and we were like, let's limit the amount of time that we are all talking about this fucking wedding so that we cannot fight with each other. And I do think that, you know, like my stance with my wedding was always like, this is my wedding. It's my wedding. It's my wedding. I don't want to have to accommodate, you know, all these other family members that are being difficult, but it does end up helping your day go better if you consider the parents when you're like seating them and you make sure that like you're both your mom and dad have like, you know, the seats that they deserve, they're far enough away from each other, but they also like get the spotlight as much as they need to, you know, me and me and mom got into a fight about like who was going to be under the hoopah because she wanted her moment as the mother of the bride. Like, you know, there's some validity in the parents sort of like wanting their role to be special. Yeah. I, well, I just think it's so selfish of the mother. I mean, I just like Very I can't even selfish. imagine. I just can't even first, I just want to validate this girl first and foremost. Like that is such a hard like 
it would be so, I would love to just get the mom on the line, get the mom on the line. Like, girl, what are you doing, bitch? Put your, put your, put your shit aside for one second. Put your shit aside for one day of your life and then go on hating the father of your children. Like, but put it aside for one day for your daughter to have her moment. Mm-hmm. Like what? No, it's Just really so lame. And I'm sure there is more to the story and there's three sides and two, and all that. But the truth is, is that like, it does, it can really change relationships with people forever. You know, it can really change relationships with people. And I think that, and I've said this before, is that I think that brides get a really bad rap. And I think that people don't take into account because you see all these brides having like, you know, dramatic meltdowns and being like brats about stuff. But the truth is like, there's a lot of pressure on that moment. And there's a lot of pressure on that person. And everybody around the bride sort of falls apart and comes undone because they see the wedding as like, you know, how close they are to you, what their role is in the wedding, how important they are to you, where they're sat, what they're wearing. Like people just really find a way to make it about themselves. And so it is a lot of pressure. And so it's really shitty when your parents are putting that on you. So I would say my advice is scale the wedding back to being about exactly what it's supposed to be about so that you don't feel guilty and really focus and lean into the people that are being supportive which might be... Yeah, and I think you hit the nail on the head. No one should go broke over a wedding, guys. It's okay. I'm not trying to take away that, it, you know, it's it's not the your, the biggest day of your life potentially and you'll have the photos and the memories forever and la, 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 but it's one fucking day. I promise you, it is not worth uh, going into debt. It is not worth not being able to pay your mortgage. It is not worth not being able to take that vacation you've always wanted to take. It is not worth it. It's just not. So I think this leads us into the this other question, which if you look on the text, you can read it. I think somebody asking tips for um, having a wed- wedding on a budget. And I think it's so interesting that what you said, because I've been to some of the most fucking opulent, uh, grand weddings probably that have ever been, you know, happened. And I've been to weddings in people's backyards. And honestly... I got to say, like to what you just said, some of the backyard weddings are a thousand times more fun. Oh, yeah. More loving, mm-hmm. more memorable, more special, more emotional, more of a good time than, um, than some of those. All right, here's the question. Need ideas for a wedding that doesn't cost a lot of money? Have your friends done anything creative to avoid spending? I mean, there's a lot, you can go online and find a lot of really great ways to um, save a lot of money. I mean, a lot of- I mean, I think all, this person knows they can go online. She's asking us. First of all, don't do a wedding invitation. I think that they're kind of pointless at this point. Just do oh, it- Oh, 100%. Wait, that's like $10,000. 100% paperless post or whatever it is. Totally 100%. do paperless post. And also just like get crafty. You can make your own, you know, um, you can make like, you know how they always have like a station that shows like where everyone's seat is, you know, like little leaves that have your table number or whatever. Like do it yourself. Like make it yourself, get crafty. I'm also um, a big believer in like getting married alone, like at the, not or like in your no, living room. No, 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 no. And then going right into a party. No, no people don't want that. that's not what people want. That's not what people I'm want. so fascinated that people want to say vows in front of like a lot of people. I think that's so fascinating to me. I mean, I think people are fascinated that you don't want to. I am. I just think like, 
I don't know, saying like those personal vows in front of like a hundred people, 500, it just feels crazy to me. But I mean, listen, you have to do what fits your personality. Like if you think it's weird, then you shouldn't be doing it. If you're excited about it, you should be doing it. But all right. So what are ways that people can, um, well, I was going to say, don't let the wedding distract you from the marriage. Just make sure you're marrying the right person. That's all that really matters. So cheap wedding ideas. I mean, listen, I didn't have a cheap wedding, so I can't give you from experience. My wedding was super expensive. And like, you know, I think that's why I say no weddings worth going into debt for because we got ourselves into a bad financial situation with our wedding. And I don't, you can't really say like, was it worth it or not worth it? But like, you know, the things that people remember from our wedding might not be the things that were expensive about it. You know what I mean? Uh -uh. Like it's not necessarily the expensive things that people paid attention to. So um, I always think that it is really, um, the best things in a wedding are like the personal touches. Like I went to a wedding that, um, every couple had a letter at their, um, seat, uh, for the dinner saying like what, what they meant, what they mean to the couple. And like, you're, why. you're joking. No. I mean, was this like a two person wedding? How, how many people? No, it was like a kind of a big wedding. I was like, this must've taken her months to write these. No, no. Literally, that is so beautiful. But how in God's name did she have time to do that? I don't know. And actually, it's not even every couple. I had one and Simon had one. Okay, that's crazy. It's not even the venue that costs the money, right? It's like the food, it's the furniture, it's like... It It is, it's all of it. But there are lots of different ways you can do it. Like, yes, it's cheaper to do it. You think it's going to be cheaper to do it at like someone's house, but then you have to pay for caterers to bring an outside kitchen and for staffing and for tablecloths and for tables and rentals. Like where if you do it at a hotel, they already have that stuff. So it's like, there's not really... Listen, I'm not a wedding planner, so I can't give the most advice on this. I but also I feel like people really stress about like doing it at like the nicest hotel. I actually don't think you need to do it at the nicest hotel. I think like you just need a big space and then you can, some of the really nice hotels charge so much. All you need is just like a big room and then you can make it your style. Yeah. I don't know. I'm the last person to ask. I don't yeah, know. I don't Weddings know are... Speaking with a lot of authority over there. Yeah. Like I would straight go to the courthouse, but that's just me. We know. We know you are yeah. anti-wedding. You are anti-wedding. I am not anti-wedding. I just you are. Just I'm in- just no. I'm just like perplexed by so many aspects of it. Like, like I would way rather if if my dad was going to throw me a freaking hundreds of thousands of dollar wedding, I'd be like, yo, give me the money, keep mm. the money, give just give me the money. I would just want the money mm. way before I'd want that. Like, I don't, I I would so say to like everyone listening, say to your parents, take the money you're going to put into a wedding. Give us the money. Let us put a down payment on a house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, that could be know. nice too. But I think weddings yeah. are nice and people want them. So be supportive, okay? A little wedding hater. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sarah, what does your typical day look like in Germany? A typical day <laughs> in mom, Germany. My mom has nicotine teeth and I don't know how to tell her. This is a serious question, LOL. Wait, hold on. Is nicotine teeth just like yellow? I uh, listen, I, I've i said before, I could never do a tooth teeth whitening thing. It's too painful. Like that Zoom laser, I think was maybe... No, Sarah, I think it's more about how do you tell her? It's more about telling her. I mean, listen, you got to like say to your mom, mom... Can I please tell you something? I'm saying it for your own benefit. I'm I don't want you to be defensive or embarrassed. I'm only saying this because I love you. Like you have real nicotine teeth and like let's get them fixed. Okay, but you can't. Here's my advice though. 
I think it's fine for you to say it to your mom, but I think you got to go in with a plan. You can't just like with like a fix. You can't just go in with like, oh God, mom, like your teeth. It's got to be like, I've done research. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, this is very normal that this happens. Like, yeah. okay, you, you're yeah, a smoker. These are what people are doing. This is what women your age are doing. And look how amazing these results are. Like, look at this. Like, let's go do it. Like, I might want to lighten my teeth too. Like, it's yeah. all okay. you can't just go in there being like, mom, I've been really wanting to tell you like your teeth are blah, blah, blah. Yeah, know? that's a good point. Give so. her, give her like, um, make her feel better, but it's not your fault. I mean, it, why are you smoking? But it's not your fault. Um, it, it's, this obviously this happens to a lot of people and here's like the a best solution. Okay. You're just like repeating what I just said. Move yeah, on. To I the am. Question. I am literally just repeating what you're saying. You're, yeah. It's like, you're literally just wasting my time. So go to the next question. Okay. Got it. Got it. Um, oh, well, no, I didn't answer a day in my life. Well, um, give it to us. I've been traveling a lot, so I haven't really just been home here. But we're not in Munich. We're about an hour, 45 minutes outside of Munich. So we're like in the farm country. So we have, it's very, life is very, very quiet here. Very, very, very quiet here. A lot of board games, a lot of watching movies, a lot of cooking, a lot of eating, a lot of walks, a lot of bike rides, a lot of, um, you know, those kinds of things. Like, it's just like the kind of life that I think I want to have. Adorable. Okay. Mm -hmm. This one says, do you think it's a red flag for a 40-year-old man to still be on the market and never married? No. I don't think so either. I don't think that's a red flag at all. Like, what, I think what? it's a red no. flag if a grown man like has a bunch of fucking dolls in his bedroom. But I don't think it's a, a red flag if he's just single and 40. Sometimes, some people just take longer to figure it out. No, and I think a lot of, yeah, I think a lot of people now having kids, having a family, settling down is expensive as fuck. And I think a lot of people are starting to go, okay, you know what? I need to get my life to be in a certain place where I can have a family. And I respect that. Like, I, I, I respect that. Yeah. All right, Sarah, it feels like we did it. You can go, go to dinner. I'll do the ads without you. Okay, that's it. Next time you speak to me, I will have already done Morpheus. <gasps> oh, okay. You're going to look, oh my God, you're going to like look really young? What the fuck? I hope so. Oh my God. I'm like not okay with this. I mean, when the three of us go places, people think I'm the youngest. Like I'm not going to be. I, a, actually, I don't think people think that. They do. No, I don't think so. They do. People ask me all the time. They're like, are you the youngest? I'm just saying. People do I all the time. I don't think that happens. Well, I'm telling you right now, they do. Well, I think they're just being nice. You're like, they're hitting on you. I don't think so. Or sometimes it's because of how immature you are. Whatever the case may be. That I get asked that a lot. So you just like, I don't know. We got to watch out with the Morpheus for you. Got it. Okay. Maybe I'll have to go get it too. Right. So we'll just like keep seeing who can look younger and younger. Yeah. I'm going to show up with like a facelift. <laughs> I'm going to be like, I'm not the older sister. <laughs> what do you mean? I am the youngest. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, the problem is that getting plastic surgery usually makes people look older. I don't know. I think it's like getting better and better. Some people look good with it, but yeah. It's a fine line. I always told you, like, I've always had droopy eyes and a plastic surgeon said to me, don't you ever let anyone touch your eyes. They'll just make you look different, not younger. And it's true. A lot of women, a lot of women clip those eyes. Not younger. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You're going to get some weird shit. I can just see it. It's just going to happen. You're not going to realize it's weird. I'm going to tell you it's weird. And you're just going to be like, no, you're you're wrong. Everyone thinks it looks really good. And you're just going to be like this. And you're just going to be like, Aaron, I'm telling you, look how good my skin looks. And you're going to look crazy. Don't do it. I don't, I've never done threads or anything. I've never done anything like invasive. I've, I've only done. I see you inching in that territory, Sarah. Don't do it. 
You're yeah, but I haven't like actually, I haven't done anything more than like you or Jordan have done, like ever. I've never done, I've never taken yeah. it to like a, I've just done it more, but I've not done, but I've not done, like, it's not like I've done anything that you guys haven't done. Well, no, 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 okay. no, 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 but I probably will. Yeah, you will. That's I, I'm, o- I'm open to it. Yeah, you're open to it. It's a slippery slope and you're, you're starting to sit down on the hill and just head on down. I'm starting to just be like, fuck it. Fuck it. Yeah, I can feel it. I can feel it. But listen, maybe once I do Morpheus and I get my new neck, I'm going to start going that direction too. I'm excited for my new neck. I mean, it's like microneedling radio frequency. I don't think it's going like, to change things that... I mean, listen, maybe it will. I don't know. Listen, we shall see. Aaron, go live while you're doing it. Let us <laughs> take us on the journey with you so we all can see what it's like. I mean, it's amazing that you're doing this. I would be too scared to do it. I'm impressed. I'm I am impressed. So many painful things. I'm impressed. I no fucking chance could I do Morpheus. No chance. Yeah, you're weak. Yeah. Live stream it. I'll watch. I'll give you a view. Oh, thank you. All right. It's Asian night at my house. So I need to go eat some dinner. Okay. Enjoy. I guess next time I speak to you, hopefully I'll see you. Like, we don't need to talk till you get here. Oh, okay. Is Valentina still in the room? No, I'm here by myself. She's at the dinner table. Oh, okay. Well, go join your family, babe. Yeah. All right. Well, this episode, we'll see. You know, we'll just see. Thanks for listening to this episode. Hope you liked it as much as we did. We have a big, big, big request for you. We we do. Please go leave a review. It makes a big difference for us. I was about to say, Aaron, don't sound so desperate, but we are a little desperate. We are a little desperate. We need you to leave a review. It's really important. And we don't ask you for anything. Two seconds. By the way, send a screenshot of your review and maybe we'll post it. Okay. Maybe we'll call you. Maybe we'll... Why are you rolling your eyes? Just every episode is going to say that though. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. This podcast is executive produced by... Can you not use that voice? I'm sorry, I'm trying to sound... Yeah, but you don't make it sexy. This podcast is executive produced by... Can you... Do you have a normal voice? Yeah. Aaron Foster, Sarah Foster, and Allison Bresnick. I'll take over. Our Our associate producer is Montana McBearney. Our audio engineer is Josh Windish. This show is hosted by Simplecast. See, that didn't sound nice. That sounded great.